if you negotiate your salary, you are a greedy person. I can get even the most confident person right in the guts that one, can't it? So this is the topic of today's episode. We're going to be talking about how negotiating can be a gift to the person you're negotiating with, how it can help you position yourself as being a really strategic contributor and how we can reframe negotiating as it being about something that is a service to those that come after us rather than just for us. Such a big juicy topic. You ready to go? Let's go. After 20 years working in leadership, growth and transformation with businesses from startups through to leading corporates, I now help professionals to negotiate their salary and their experience at work so that you can make more money and live life on your terms. You could say this is helping you to step into the CEO role of your own life. This is the CEO in you podcast with Melissa Hartman. I am Melissa Hartman, and I am so glad you're here with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. So today we are talking about how negotiating your salary is greedy. Now, as a person who teaches salary negotiation, clearly I don't think this is the case, but it's a really important topic that keeps coming up with my clients. So I wanted to make sure we dove into this and discussed it properly today. So that if that's something that you're feeling, if you're feeling like, oh, I I want something to be different in my life, I'd like to negotiate my salary, I'd like to negotiate something else at work, then these are some ideas that might help you to work through that thinking and then maybe adjust your thinking process so that it can be a bit more conducive to you actually achieving what it is that is important to you, which is our whole goal here is really about helping you to be able to Make more money and live life on your terms, regardless of what anyone else thinks. It's about your terms, what matters to you. And so let's start with this story that I really like about negotiating. And so imagine that you are going into a restaurant. So you go in, you sit down, it's a tablecloth, everything's laid out beautifully, and the server hands you a menu. And they say, I'll give you a couple of minutes and I'll be right back to take your order. So you sit there and you peruse the menu and then in a couple of minutes the server comes back and says, what would you like to eat tonight? And you say, yes. And the server sort of sits there a bit befuddled and says, well, maybe you'd like the chicken. It's very popular. And you say, no, yes. Now how long do you think that this game would go on before the server would get very frustrated and I'm sure incredibly politely say to you something like, you know what, you're just going to need to have a think about what you want and I'll be back in a few more minutes to take your order. What I would hope is that there's no way on earth you'd do this in a restaurant. You know, you wouldn't go in and say, oh, you know, just guess what I'm thinking. And yet in a working environment, we do this all the time. A lot of people do this. They They expect their manager to read their mind and that they will know what is important to them. And here's the thing. It is not their job to know what is important to you. It is your job to work out what is important to you and then articulate that to the person you're negotiating with. Because for you, it might be making a certain number in terms of salary, bonuses, etc. It might be, you know what, I want to make my salary in this range and I want to work four days a week. 
Uh, it might be that I want to work four days a week and I also want to study, um, which is the reason I want to work less days. This study is really going to be beneficial for the organisation and so I want you to help fund that study. You can see these are all different conversations to be had and it's up to us to articulate that that is what is important to us. Otherwise, the person we are negotiating with is guessing what's important to us, like the server at the restaurant. And so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you're a kind of person that can contribute really valuably to an organisation, you're skillful. you're experienced, and there's a lot of value you can bring to an organisation. And so by negotiating with this person, by sharing with them what is important to you, you're giving them a gift. And the gift that you're giving them is you are saying to them, this is what it is going to take for me to be a part of your team. And then what they can do is they can take that information sit with it and work out on their end, okay, this is what matters to this person. Here is what I need to achieve for my business. Where is their options to come together in the middle? And so the gift for them that you are giving this person that you're negotiating with is you're giving them the the information they need about what matters to you so that they can work out how they can get you on their team. And then you can come back together and work out what that looks like together. They can say, okay, here, I heard what you wanted. I heard what was important to you. Here's what I can offer. And so in that way, this sharing what matters to you, negotiating with them is really a gift that you can give to this other person that you're negotiating with. As we build on from there, the other thing that negotiating with this person can help you with is really to position yourself as someone who is a strategic contributor. So if I think about the kind of people that I want on my team, I want people that are prepared. I want people that know their stuff. And I really want people that are willing to back themselves. And we have the ability to demonstrate all of those things by negotiating our salary with the hiring manager. We have the ability to demonstrate that we can prepare really well and thoughtfully. We have the ability to demonstrate that we know our staff. This is a job that we can do really well because we understand all of the elements that go into it and also we understand the landscape around it. So we are someone that knows our staff. And we can demonstrate as well that we are willing to back ourselves. All of those things are attributes of the kind of people I know I want and many really considered strategic leaders want on their team. And in a salary negotiation, there's your chance to demonstrate that to them. And so demonstrating that you possess all of those attributes positions you beautifully with the hiring manager. Now, I go into a whole lot more detail about how do we do all of these things in my program, uh, which is called the Ultimate Salary Negotiation Toolkit. Um, 
you can we'll talk more about that a bit later on but there's a whole lot more detail behind the work you actually need to do to get yourself into that place which is work we can do together because one of the other really key things about doing this work is it doesn't just position you as being strategic knowing your staff and willing to back yourself it positions you that way to the other person but one of the really powerful things that I like about it is that it actually positions it positions you that way to yourself and it shows you this mirror that says to you, you know what, I am all of these things and I am the kind of person that can bring a whole lot of value to an organisation. And so in working through all this preparation and mindset, it can really help you to be to propel yourself forward to negotiate effectively on your own behalf because it sets you up so beautifully to be prepared and intentional about the way you do it. Until I get excited about this stuff because that's the way I talk about it. But this is really exciting stuff that I love working with my clients on and seeing the, the kind of results that they get. The real mindset shift is something that it's always exciting to see unfold. I remember working with a client of mine a couple of weeks ago and he was saying, oh, I just went into the conversation so calmly, you know, I had my problem-solving mindset on and, you know, it was just really easy and I wasn't stressed at all. And I was like, yes, this is exactly the kind of outcome we want for you. We want you to feel really good. We want you to feel really expansive going into these conversations and not stressed about it at all. It's about expansive and excited about being in that conversation. And that's how it helps you feel about yourself. And the reason why that's so important, yes, of course, that it makes you a little bit more sassy and a bit more audacious when you go in for what you ask for. So that is all very useful and very helpful. But the other thing that is it helps to remind us is that what the other person thinks about you is none of your business. What they think about you often has nothing to do with you at all because you might be having this conversation with this person, but then how they perceive of you and how they perceive of you negotiating your salary can be impacted by their experience, how good they are at negotiating, by their biases, by their background, by their parents' background, by the stories that were told around the dinner table, all of this stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with you whatsoever. And so what it can really help us to do when we be strategic and intentional about our negotiating is to recognise what is in our sphere of control and what's absolutely not. So we can control how prepared we are, how we know the market, how we know our stuff, how we present ourselves, all of that's in our sphere of control. We cannot control how the other person thinks of us. And so what we focus our attention on is those things that are in our control. And everything outside of that, we're just going to have to let go. Which is a bit of a doozy and a bit annoying, but it's it's unfortunately just the way it works. And sometimes we can still find ourselves holding back from negotiating. There's a whole lot of list of excuses as to why people don't negotiate. You know, I don't want to come across as greedy. I don't know how. I don't have the skills. I'm not prepared for this. I don't know what the appropriate amount to ask for is. I don't know what's available. You know, there's a whole laundry list, right? And I've heard all of them. And so sometimes what I think can be really helpful 
And so instead of thinking, oh, I need I need this for me, 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 I think about the people that come after me. I think about how I am normalising negotiating your salary in the workplace in some places where it's perhaps not always been done, particularly by certain groups of people. I think about the people that will come in roles after me. I think about the impact on my team. And I also think about the impact of the generations after me. You know, I think about my children. I think about their children. I think about, okay, what is the impact of me not having these brave conversations, not doing this work? And contemplating all of that starts to build a wall of support behind me to propel me towards negotiating for myself on on my own behalf because it's not just me that I am negotiating for. I'm negotiating for everyone that comes after me as well. And so in that way I'm willing to invest some time in properly preparing and building out the skills and the capabilities required to negotiate effectively so that the legacy and the the legacy that I create and the ripples in the pond are the ones that I choose, not just ones that I shied away from. So I'm really creating the legacy that I leave intentionally. And I want my legacy to be that of someone who negotiated what was important to them in their life and intentionally created life on their own terms. And so that's what can be really helpful for me when I'm getting a bit stuck in negotiating and not wanting to necessarily negotiate something. I think about all those people behind me and following me and coming after and the impact my negotiating has on them. Now, most people don't know how to negotiate. They weren't taught it in uni, weren't taught it in school, weren't taught it in college. It's just not something that is widely taught in our society, which is distinctly unhelpful given that it is so pervasive in in the impact that it has. So if this is something that you want to learn to get better at and practice, the waitlist is open for my program, the Ultimate Salary Negotiation Toolkit. Now, in this program, we talk about negotiating your salary and there's a worked example of how to negotiate your salary And it's also a set of tools that can be used to negotiate whatever it is that matters to you. So we leave with the salary because that can be really helpful. But the feedback that I get from my clients time and time again is, oh, but I've learned so much more than that. I know how to negotiate and ask for exactly what I want in this sphere, that sphere, that sphere. And the results that they're getting are extraordinary. And within, within weeks of starting the program, I've had people getting... Uh, headhunted for roles. Um, One person had three roles in the mix for them that they were being poached for within two weeks of the program starting. So we got to work very quickly with with the work that we needed to do there to, to really support her through that process. But then other people are sitting there saying to me, you know what, actually the benefit that I'm getting is I'm setting myself up beautifully for Uh, a role that I'm looking towards moving into in six months' time. So it's not right now that I'm ready to move, but actually I know exactly what I need to do to get ready. And by the end of, in six months' time, I'm going to be ready to go and really powerfully positioned for that move. So both of those are 
option that unfolds within the program. And in there, there are things like we have live calls where I coach you through some common challenges. We have a whole lot of content that's available the second you join. There's a workbook in there to take you step by step by step through the process that you need to do to prepare, to understand your goals and the hiring manager's goals. So lots and lots of juicy stuff in there and a whole stack of bonuses, which I'll share more about with you soon. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can join the wait list. So I'll drop the I'll drop the URL in the, the show notes below. It is salarytool.co forward slash waitlist. And I'd love to have you join us for that one. Or if you'd like to get started right away, um, I've just created a new workbook to set yourself up to negotiate your salary in 2024. So that's a workbook that's available at salarytool.co forward slash 2024 in numbers, that'll be in the show notes as well. So if you want to get started, you can jump into that straight away. The top three things to set you up to negotiate your salary in 2024. So I look forward to either seeing you over in the the workbook or in the new program, which will launch in a few short weeks. I am really looking forward to the next round of the program. Uh, I've already got some brand new participants that have joined um, and I'm looking forward to opening up the doors uh, in a few short weeks um, to more people who really care about and really resonate with this idea of making more money and creating life and living life on your terms. If 2024 is going to be your year, this is going to be the place to be. I can't wait to see you there. Thanks so much for being here and I'll see you very soon. Take care. This was episode one of the CEO in You podcast with Melissa Hartman, where we talk about how you can negotiate your salary and your experience at work so that you can make more money and live life on your terms. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Take care.